G'day everybody and welcome to another episode of this marketing thing. Today I want to talk about a few things not to do. Sometimes the things that you don't do are more important than the things you actually do. Today I want to talk about those. I'll see you guys on the other side. Hi, my name's Kyle Macker and I've been a pilot in the aviation industry for half my life. So you may be asking, why am I doing this marketing thing, right? Well, I'm so passionate about aviation, flying a big jet is just awesome, there's nothing like it. However, I realised that being a pilot is nothing what it used to be, especially during COVID. If I wanted to live the life of my dreams on my terms, I was going to have to teach myself a new skill. So three years ago, I started my marketing journey. I dove deep into the marketing world, I dug into the books, psychology, persuasion, anything that would help with a person saying yes to a product or service. I love it, however, I have a big problem. It's all theoretical knowledge and I have no hands-on experience and I still have so many questions. The biggest thing that I know is if we want our businesses to stand out in a noisy marketplace, we have to become better marketers. The best marketer will always win. So follow me on my journey and hopefully along the way it can help you spark up a few ideas that I've learnt so you can implement in your business. So make sure you subscribe to my channel so you don't miss the latest episodes and also if there's anything you want to know about, Get in touch with me at thismarketingthing.com. So let's get into it. So guys, as I said in the intro, today I want to talk about a few things what not to do, and then one thing that we should all be looking around at what to do. Now, one of the big no-nos that we shouldn't do, we should not just fall in love with products or just bring a product to market. It just doesn't work that well. Sometimes it does, but most of the time it doesn't. Now, I'm gonna tell you a story that really resonated with me because I did something similar as a kid. Now, what we used to do as kids, we would go to the local golf course, because we used to live next to a golf course, and in the late afternoon when the golfers had finished, we would jump into the lakes and retrieve the golf balls that they they had hit into the lake that day. And then what we would do the next day is we would sell the golf balls to the golfers playing. Now, between the second and the third hole, the golfers had to cross a road and we would just perch ourselves in the middle of the zebra crossing and sell golf balls to the golfers as they walk past. Well, we'd offer it to them. Some would say yes, some would say no. And the golf course, the owners of the golf course, they would hate us selling golf balls there, but they couldn't really do anything because we were in on public land, right? But they hated us doing it and they knew that they'd we'd retrieved golf balls from their lakes. And, you know, that was quite naughty and I think that was illegal to do, but that probably wasn't the worst thing we did as kids. But anyway... And But a lot of golfers would ask us, they would say, have you got any golf tees? And you know, those little things that prop the ball up, right? And I'd say, no, we haven't got tees, we've got golf balls. You know, what do you need tees for? You know, but the market was telling me what it wanted. So this guy that I'm going to tell you a story about, his name's Trailer Well. Now he's done very well in the e-commerce space. He's made some really killer funnels. But what he did when he was a kid, he went one step further. Now, I'll tell you his story. So what he did, and I hope I'm doing the story justice here, is there was an old folk music festival near his place when he was a kid. Now, there was quite a long walk from the car park to where the festival was held. So he thought, right, 
I'm going to sell drinks in the middle. It's a hot day. I'm going to just perch myself in the middle, set up a little marquee sort of tent thing, and I'm going to sell soft drinks and Gatorade because it's hot, right? People want that when it's hot, right? So he started selling. And well, he didn't. Most people come up and ask, have you got any tea? And they're like, he was like, no, I've got, I've got something better. I've got Gatorade and I've got soft drink. But they wanted tea. And he's, they were like, oh, okay. And they kept walking. They didn't. So he, the first year, he didn't do very well. But the second year, he came back and he thought, I know exactly what they want. I'm just going to sell them tea. And he cleaned up because he knew what the market wanted. Now, that's what I should have done as a kid. I should have then went and got teas and then sold the golfers teas and maybe put an, an offer together with golf balls and teas or something like that. But what we have to remember is that as sellers, our opinion doesn't really matter. Our customers does because they're the ones buying it. Now, the next thing not just to focus on is techniques. You know, don't focus solely on techniques. And I remember when we first started selling on skincare, we were selling on Amazon. And then I got in later on, I, I learned about funnels. And I can remember when I first heard about sales funnels and I thought, oh, this is going to be unreal. This is going to be a money printing machine. This is this is crazy. I've got to make one of these things. I have to have one of these things. And I learned you know, how to do a sales funnel. And then I was like, right, I have to learn Facebook ads. That's going to be the key to success. And I remember I built this funnel and it's so funny. I look back at it now and I was like, oh, I'm so proud of it. I was like, oh, this thing's going to be awesome. This is unreal. And I remember then I launched it and I sent ads to it with my limited ad ability. And I thought, oh, I'm a gun Facebook ad guy. And, and I was just, Anyway, I, I got some look, and it, it did way better than I thought it would do. You know, it got some. It got you know. I think it. I think it did like got some leads and stuff. I think. I think I made like I did like a hundred and fifty leads on this funnel that was just. It, I look at it now, and it's, it was horrendous. But what I'm trying to say is, don't focus. Like, I mean, you. It, it, it can be important, but it's not going to be the be all and end all. Learning these techniques. Now, the other thing it's not as well is it, and it pains me to say this because I think this skill, if you're going to learn a skill, you definitely have to have at least a bit of a knowledge to this because it, it uses across writing emails, doing Facebook posts, Instagram posts, you know, it, it's so universal um, for a lot of this stuff. And it's not copywriting. As much as it pains me to say that, and I'm loving learning copywriting at the moment. It's funny, I, I went back and looked at a funnel that I've made probably four months ago, and I look at it now and I was like, oh, it's cringing at the words. So I think I'm developing more as a writer as I do it regularly. But it's not copywriting. It's not that technique or it's not anything like that. Now, you're probably going, oh, this guy's annoying me. I want to reach down the phone and grab him out of it. But I'm getting to it, and this is what I think it is. I think all those things are important, but they're not the most important. The most important thing that determines how successful we're going to be or how much money we're going to make is, I believe, is we must become students of markets. 
we must watch the market. What do actually people want to buy? Now, this has been spoken about a little bit, but more often than not, it's more shiny object. I can sell them this product and sell that group of people. I can sell this product and sell it to them. And no, you need to sit back, stop and watch. What do the people in the market already want? Now, I didn't come up with this. There was a guy named one of the famous copywriters, Gary Horbett. He come up with the student of markets. Now, he's not the only guy to talk about it, but I think he's the only one to call it become a student of markets. Now, he would sit back, watch, and determine what do people actually want to buy in that market. And then he would craft a sales message that funneled that desire already for a product or service and sell on that. Whereas most people do it back to front, as I did. I got a product and brought it to market. And sometimes that works, but most of the time it didn't. Well, it doesn't. And in my case, it didn't work. So we need to go through this, a change of the thought process before we bring products to market. What does the market actually want? We need to become a student of markets. Now, before I go any further, I just want to clarify what a market is and just make sure everyone's on the same page because I didn't really quite understand this. I must admit, when I first sort of started out, I just thought a market meant where people buy stuff. Well, it's sort of half true because a market is made up both of buyers and sellers, not just buyers. That's really important to realize that there's other sellers in that market as well. Now, the other thing that I got confused about, market is not acts of marketing. So a market is made up of buyers and sellers, and that's where they go to buy similar products. But it's not. It's not offers and sales messages and all that sort of stuff that come, you know, Facebook ads. It's not marketing. A market is a place where buyers and sellers come together to buy and sell different products, services, or different offers. Now, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in marketing and making money online. And But what's interesting at the moment is if you've watched YouTube, you're getting all these YouTube advertisements of these online gurus trying to sell you a course how to sell on Amazon or Shopify or, or something like that. But what these people are doing is they're looking in the market and going, this is what these people want because they think that people at the moment are making a killing selling uh, e-commerce products. And they're right. They're just looking around in the market and people are making a killing selling e-commerce because people have been stuck at home in these lockdowns. And so this is what they're doing. They're looking to the market and determining what the market wants, right? It's funny, like... You know, when the lockdowns were on, I actually uh, know these couple of fellas, they have a digital marketing agency, and they were talking about the products that they had sold. They do some e-commerce stuff. Most of their stuff is they build sales funnels and Facebook ads for clients, but they do do some e-commerce stuff. And basically, they do Facebook ads to a sales funnel and then to a Shopify store, and during the lockdowns, they just looked through the market and they did the research. What are people going to be doing in these lockdowns? And in some countries, people were got outside and, and did home improvements and 
so what they did is they sold, were selling paint rollers. I think they did about 80,000 US dollars selling paint rollers. They thought, well, females are going to be uh, doing nails and stuff like that at home. So they, I think they, they did 100,000 US on nail polishes. And one product that I didn't even know what it was called, I didn't even know it existed, but apparently it's like a lava lamp sort of thing that sort of puffs when seasons come around. I don't even know what it's called. I can't remember, but they did 500,000 US selling this product. Uh, Like, it's crazy. Like, I mean, e-commerce at the moment is blowing up. Like, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, Shopify come out and said that we're doing Black Friday sales every day during the lockouts. We didn't expect to see this for another 10 years. So, I mean, you know, this is what I mean by looking around into the market and determining what do people actually want to buy. Now, there is some software tools that you can use to help determine what people want to buy in that market. Or sometimes it's just as simple as looking around in the market. I guess like those e-com gurus that know people want to buy courses and learn how to sell e-commerce products because the people that they're selling to know that e-commerce is going crazy, right? Now, just remember that markets move, they evolve, and sometimes they even split into smaller markets or niches. And one more thing I will say about this movement or splitting of markets is just be a little bit careful of markets that are getting smaller. It's kind of like the Kodak cameras that didn't go to digital cameras. They stayed with the old film. That market decreased and got smaller. It's also the same with the vinyl records, very small market that probably you don't want to enter or be a part of. You know, some good indicators of the size of the market, now I won't get into this too much, is that is the market spending a lot of money? You know, is there money moving around in the market? Is the market investing? Is there a lot of content being created in the market? Because content creates passionate people in that market. We need our people to be passionate about the things they want to buy. Has the market got a category king? The other thing is, is the market creating customers? Has it moved away from collecting the customers of other markets on the outskirt to creating them? I.e., is the market getting bigger? That's what we're looking for. We'd rather be riding the wave of a bigger market, right? A market that's growing than not, than having a market that's decreasing in size. Not a place you want to be or enter. Now, I can hear some of you guys going, well, why don't I just do a survey of my existing customers? Just be a little bit careful of surveys because people have a distorted image of the way they see themselves. Most people see themselves as better than they actually are, or they deserve more than they actually have. So your survey might reflect that. I guess it's like back in 2016, Donald Trump run for president, right? And you couldn't find a Trump supporter anywhere. You know, if you asked anyone in the States, are you going to vote for Trump? They're like, oh, no, 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 definitely not. Well, he become the president of the United States. It's the same thing in Brexit that they had in the UK. No one was for Brexit, but it happened. It got voted up. So this is what I'm saying. People will give you answers they think you want to hear. Gary Horbett has a really good example in one of his writings. He talks about a beer company that surveyed their customers on which 
beer they preferred, the regular or the premium. Now, to their astonishment, 80% said that they prefer the premium lager. And they were so confused, and the reason was is because their sales data said that most people just drink the regular beer. So do you see what I mean? They had given them the answer that they thought they deserved or they thought the company wanted to hear. So just be careful using surveys. I mean, I, I've done this. I have answered surveys that I thought they wanted to hear or made myself seem a little bit better. So just be really careful of surveys. I would probably only ask them questions that are really simple. Age, sex, things that they can't really sort of lie about. Because if you start asking them too many questions that they can sort of make themselves out to be a little bit better than what they actually are, people will. And then imagine if you use that data to base your product or offerings off... You might be in really big strife or in for a big, big mistake there because people don't actually want it. And this is the thing. What do they really actually want to buy and what they say they're going to buy is two totally different things. So that's just a word of warning on surveys. Anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know what you think. I've got a Facebook group, This Marketing Thing. Feel free to join Don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you guys next week. Take care. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe. If you want to get a hold of me, I'd love to hear from you at thismarketingthing.com. Until next time, see you later.